0: Play the fucking intro! This is Dustin. And this is Eric.
1: And this is SLC Punkcast. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Listening. Yep, happy fucking
0: New Year 2024. And this is what we live for. Right?
1: (laughs) Or something like that. That's the best rhyme scheme I could come up with right now. (laughs) Well, Happy New Year to everybody. We're a couple days late because of me. Had something going on on Wednesday. And this was the day that Eric and I could coordinate for this week. So uh, we're getting it out for the start of your weekend. You You can listen to it on the weekend or whenever. And next week we'll be... Same bat time, same bat channel, or at least as the the regular bat time and regular bat channel. Yeah, regular (laughs) punk time. Actually, we can't even say punk time because uh,
0: as as funny as it may sound, punks are not known for being punctual. (laughs) That's true. That's why we have punk time. It's like always uh, 10 minutes to an hour late. So that's what we say on the flyer. Doors are at five, show is at six, but it doesn't actually start until seven. Right. Because we got to make sure everybody shows up precisely when they mean to.
1: Exactly. And, uh, yep, we're a couple days late. So a little bit of punk time for us this week, but we'll be (laughs) back next week. We got to be, you know, we got to live by the code. Right. (laughs) We got a bunch of stuff to get to. So I'm going to get to some new stuff that has come out recently. Uh, some stuff that might not have been mentioned just because uh, of how we recorded the last episode. But I'm going to yeah. start on December 26th. Uh, band Tigers of Wrath. they put their new band, and they put out two singles on that day. Corazon De La and Sucio Tredor. They're a band from Spain. Good stuff there. Uh, Bristol Bulldogs. I think a couple band members from that band. Even though it's Bristol Bulldogs, they're a band from Spain as well are in this band. Then Crime Time put out a new single. I think they have a new release coming out soon. But on the 29th, they released Dejected. Then the band Sweetie released a new single, Axe to Grind. Death Dumplings, they put out two tracks. Uh, They named that two tracker Millennium Bug. And the other track is You Suck. Then, Schiavo released the early singles on Little Willie Records on the 31st. Also on 31st, Vereni Prelom released two tracks, Protest and Pyro Man. Uh, there's some new stuff that should be coming out soon. I don't know the dates, but it, it, Noise has a release that's coming out. I think they have a single. They did put out a new single on uh, Friends, uh, for Friends and Flag over on Pirates Press. So you can go check that out. But they do actually have a new release that I think is supposed to be coming out sometime this month. Dead Rabbits should be releasing Waves. Concrete Elite and Ultra Razia are going to be releasing a split on Warthog Speak Records and Rebellion Records. The Mormons, they're releasing They Watch, which is an EP. And then Broken Bomb with the Chaos of Society are putting out a split called Kaolition. Uh Don't know the dates. Sometime soon. The rest of my list is... Uh, a lot came out on the 1st, surprisingly. I guess everybody wanted to wait till the 1st, but a long way to go. <laughs> well, it makes it uh, easy to remember, I guess. <laughs> right. Uh, they released 3, which is an EP, on DIY Koto Records. Then the Remote Controls released a split with 20M. Uh, that came, Yeah, that's on the 1st. Damn It Records put out their new Damn Nations 10 tracks. That's their Damn Nations January 2024. Dead Set released "Praying on My Downfall, which is a single on Days. Bullshit Detector put out a new single, which is awesome. It's called Violet, sorry, Violet Crown. Then Battle Flask put out a new six-track EP, which is great. You definitely check that one out. We'll be playing something on that, most likely next episode. The Last Responders put out Clock In, which is a single. Uh, they have a new release that should be coming out. High Horse Cavalry, I think, has a new release that should be coming out, and they released a single called Time Is Gone. Death Ridge Boys put out Society Overdose and Turn the Tide, which is a single. That new Death Ridge Boys album that came out in 2023. I have to go over my list, but I'm sure it's going to be in my top 10. Uh, It was a great release, and then they just put that out. And Today, you can get the vinyl 7-inch for those two tracks. Chum Huffer put out F-Y-N-S, which is a single, and fuck you, no shit. No, I can't remember what the F-N-Y-S was. It stood for something. I knew what it was the other day when I was looking at the track, but I can't remember what the fuck you, N-S, the N-S part. I don't remember. But (laughs) go check out Chum Huffer, and you can listen to the track and figure it out. Fuck you, National Socialist, maybe? Could be. (laughs) Could be. I, 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 I can go with that one. Uh, the band Haywire put out Conditioned for Demolition on Days, which is a cool release. On the Tinder... <laughs> on, the <laughs> on, the <laughs> on the Cinder released a new single called Smells Like American Spirit, and I'm going to let Eric talk about more about that here in a minute. Oh, yes, he will. <laughs> Ozone released on the fourth, Always On My Back, which is a single on Triple B. Hate Seeker released The Cutter, which is a single on Von Toxic. Then on the 5th, the Skin Flicks released Let's Have It. Man, it kicked off the year right. That's already an album to beat for me for the year, because I was listening to that earlier today. It's awesome. Oh, Doc... if I got one, <laughs> that's an oh, yeah. album to beat. <laughs> and it came out today, too. I'll be mentioning that one here in a minute, as I'm sure you will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doc Rotten will have a new release coming. Their pre-order, I think, started today. And with that pre-order, they released one of the singles called Rotten Radio, so as of today, the fifth, you can check that out. Cancer Christ released "God Is Violence" again. I'm gonna let Eric talk more about that because I think he was just referring to that a moment ago. Uh, and maybe later I was. on in the show, <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna mention more. Hammerhead is—they released a new single. They have a new release also coming out, and their single is "Alle Pissen Anden Dom." It's they're German. I probably fucked that up, but that's a new single. Go check out Hammerhead. Lost Legion has a new release coming out this year, and they released an album teaser featuring new tracks. They called it Behind the Concrete Veil. So uh, there's two tracks on Mendeku Discac that you can check out from Lost Legion. I heard them both, they're awesome. Self-Defense put out Demo 2024 on Slow Death Records. They are a band based out of the West there in Canada, I believe, and not the Self-Defense band that I've played before on this show and oil Worldwide from Ohio. Different band. Wiretap Records also today put out their quarterly compilation called Attention, a Wiretap new music compilation. It actually features 30 tracks and all four of their installments throughout the year. All the money they make at the end of the year, they're going to donate it to charity. Lost to Life released a split called Winter Split with Cemented in Fear. That was today, the 5th. Then tomorrow, no, well, I I think it came out today because I'm reading it, but technically where it was released is actually, the release date is January 6th. Uh, The Franks are supposed to be releasing Start Living Your Life 10-inch on LSM Vinyl on the 6th. Split Knuckle is releasing Breathing Through the Wound on Days. Fabled Mind is releasing Project Paradise on Lockjaw Records on the 12th. And that's my list. Eric, what do you got?
0: Well, I got a few other things to add. The Last Responders released a Clock In single on the first. On the third, Haywire released Conditioned for Demolition. On the fourth, Ozone wa- released their Always On My Back single. Uh, on the fifth, Frick released their Zigzag single. And they're going to have an album, a self titled album, coming out in February. So look forward to that. Stoked on those guys. Uh, The sixth, uh, you already uh, mentioned this, Alkaline Trio, Blood, Hair, and Eyeballs. I've yet to listen to that whole thing. (laughs) The first two singles were great. I talked about it a few episodes ago. Can't remember which one, but one of the uh, singles, I think it was the, no, it wasn't the self-titled single. It was the, uh... ah, man, I can't even remember the song, the other one. (laughs) We'll just leave it at that. Anyway, and on the 12th, Escuela Grind is going to be releasing their Death Metal EP. Nice. Nice. It, I pronounce it that way because that is how it's spelled. It's the word Death Metal with each letter repeating upon itself. <laughs> so yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's all I got for the, uh, uh, for the new releases that have not already been mentioned. So let's go into depth about one of them right now. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, the first one is going to be On the Tinder. <laughs> on the Tinder! Actually, yeah, On the Cinder from Buffalo, New York, having started in 2013. They're 11 years old now. Or, yep, 11. 11 years old. Now, you may remember that we uh, interviewed them back in October of 2021, episode 233, promoting their
1: Sedentary Escape EP. Hence, us calling him on the Tinder. Exactly. You'd have to if you miss the interview, you got to go listen to the interview for the explanation. I went back and uh, listened to the
0: interview for uh, contextual purposes, and yeah, they're just a lot of fun guys to talk to, you know. And and yeah, they're uh, yeah. Mike reached out to me saying, "Hey, why don't we uh, get on the, uh, why don't we get on the uh, Punkcast again?" and uh, plug our new album because we got a new album coming out and for that they do and they sent me a link a fans only link not an only fans link there is a <laughs> difference <laughs> a fans only link to, uh, to a SoundCloud where they have all the files all of the songs ready to be listened to and I've yet to listen to that one Mike I will get to it but he also sent me a fans only link to their YouTube channel, where they had the music video for their first single, Smells Like American Spirit. And, and yeah, I'll be getting into that in a second. It was a, yeah, it's a great song. Uh, it's available now, but at the time, I got the fucking first first licks. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Also, gotta, Also, I gotta point out, you may be wondering where the name came from, and I had to go back and listen to that interview to find out where it came from. And yeah, it's based on a quote from the Watchmen movie. It was something about the guy saying, uh, before you know you're the smartest man on the planet, then you're the smartest man on the cinder. Right. And that really stuck with him. So I'm like, okay, that works. <laughs> uh, so yeah, their, their new EP, Heavy Handed, it's going to be released in May of this year, May 26th to be, uh, to be precise. And it's, it's going to be their third album, third full length. They've been a band for 11 years, three albums. Nice. <laughs> awesome. And yeah, like I said, on the third, they released their single Smells Like American Spirit. And this is them sticking to their classic skate, pop, skate punk, pop punk sound in a fashion that resembles the likes of Rise Against and Strike Anywhere, mixing screaming with sultry, melodic vocals, while the music itself stays relatively cohesive with its punk sound. And the lyrics read off like a sort of tribute to their time spent out on the road and how all the dumpy places they've been to and played in are what truly emits the American spirit. And I was unclear of if they were uh, approaching this to be seen as positive or negative or somewhere in between, like in a bittersweet fashion. So I reached out to Mike. You know, he's their bassist and their singer. So uh, to get some clarification and... He said, and I quote, The song is very much inspired by our own experience throwing house shows in basements, and there's a lot of imagery from those scenes. American Spirit is a brand of reservation cigarettes people make the trip out to the res to go buy them cheap. We actually used to sell them at our house shows. He went on to say, Bittersweet could be a fair assessment of the feeling because we did love that time those times, carving out some sort of punk rock, living, working, shitty jobs, throwing parties and playing music in this great nation of wealth and luxury. (laughs) And Buffalo is also known as an all-American city, a designation given to any city that cares enough to be nominated. So in uh, in the last reference to American Spirit, we drop the N and are specifically referencing Buffalo and our community there. Buffalo is a working class city, so the chorus is meant to poke fun at the show, uh, poke fun at how great it is to be an American while being at the bottom of this capitalist oligarchy of a society here. The sentiment is like, well, we're already at the bottom, let's have a good time together and say fuck off to anyone who believes the Hallmark card idea of America. So there you go, straight from the horse's mouth right there. Thank you, Mike, for the clarification, and he thanks me for being thorough. I'm like, it's what I do, bud. <laughs> it's the journalist in me. Uh, so, yeah, I find that really funny because that's like a, it's a quadruple entendre, this title. One, talking about the, uh, talking about the cigarettes that they would uh, buy for free at their house shows. Or buy for free, buy for cheap at the reservations then <laughs> turn them for profit over at their shows and then the shows in general like i said just playing in these uh, rugged downtrodden communities throwing house shows and just play or playing in shitty fucking venues all that and just just going across the country doing that and third what he said about buffalo being like a uh, you know the city of american spirit and then the fourth just the fact that it's ripping off <laughs> Nirvana's most, <laughs> most famous tune. Right. Yeah, it smells like American spirit. So with all that being said, let's have fun with this uh, damn near two-minute song. Actually, it's just over two minutes. So all that going into that small of a runtime, but it's a lot of fun, guys. So let's have some fun. just it's so awesome to hear that that music is still so powerful yeah so i gotta i gotta hear the rest of that record now and i have the inside scoop people it pays to know people it sure does <laughs> yeah so mike thanks again for uh, reaching out it's always great to hear from you i can't wait to see you uh, uh in the flesh at some point sometime in this century maybe i just gotta go out there Yeah, we'll get the apathetics to go out there and play a show. Or if you guys come over here, I got hookups. I can get you in a great venue. I know great bands who uh, will play with you guys and have a significant draw. And I got a place for you to stay, right? (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we'll... Yeah, we'll keep in touch in the next uh, in the next few months to get you guys on the show again. He really wants to be on here, and we really want to have him back. So right. win win, guys. Absolutely. Yeah. And look forward for that. Uh, well, look forward for the album to come out officially, so that everyone else can hear the uh, I'm sure pure genius that's gone into the remaining songs. But again. I have yet to listen to it. (laughs) I'll get on that for uh, the next couple episodes. Maybe we'll do an exclusive track release. Oh. Yeah. i will have to get permission, though.
2: (laughs) Right.
1: (laughs) Well, I got a couple, uh, you know, several bands sharing stuff, as it were, and, you know, still trying to get caught up. So, uh, first up, the band Chemical Valley Mutants. They reached out. I couldn't figure out where the dang message was, but I remember them reaching out saying, hey, we just put out an album. Any chance you'll want to check it out? Which I did, and it's on. We're going to put it on right now. But I couldn't figure out where it is. So if the band's listening, thank you very much for reaching out, getting your band on the radar. Always happy to support all the bands doing what you're doing and all the bands that we play are doing. So Chemical Valley Mutants from Port Huron in Michigan, On October 31st, yes, Halloween. This past Halloween, they released an album called Poisoned. There's some cool hardcore music. We're going to get to a track right now. This one is Didn't Feel a Thing. Here goes. Mutants? Does it sound like some mutants?
0: Yeah, it sounds like mutants. Uh, it sounds like dirty mutants. <laughs> <laughs> mutants that are like uh, that congealed in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> you know, think the ooze. Are these uh, reptilian who are masters of a certain martial arts in any way? <laughs> oh wait, we already have that with Krang.
1: <laughs> That's right. That's right. Krang. Uh, Chemical Valley Mutants from Port Huron, go check them out again. Halloween, brand new album. I mean, it's only been out just over two months, so uh, go check out the rest. Next up, a track which I checked today. It's not released yet anywhere else that I'm aware of, but should be coming out soon. Our pal Wynn of Schism and his band Schism put out a new track, a cover track, sent our way. Uh, Just got it on the 31st, so less than a week ago, so thank you, Wynn. Always happy to play Schism and any other bands that he is affiliated with and the rest of the band, the, the band members of Schism are, as I always mention when we play them, featured in the bands The Craze, American Eagle, Wrench, and Mad Mulligans. And you can go check them out on Rotten Bastard Records. I think I played Wrench on here at one point. Yes, because yeah. every time we play one of those bands and we talk about them, we're like, I have to play him, And so then yeah. Eric played him. <laughs> I had to I had to go see. It's like I'd never
0: heard of a band called Wrench. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I had to check them out. And, uh, yeah, they were a sludge metal band. And it's, a, it's some good sludge. And I can't remember what song that I ended up playing. I haven't listened to him since, but maybe I got to uh, change that. Well, there you go. There's a reminder,
1: a New Year's reminder. Yeah. Uh, but it's great to have a Schism back. I really, really like Schism. I do, too. And I have a feeling, I think it was like last year on New Year's Day as well, either Schism or Mad Mulligans, I forget which one, also released something. And so... Brand new on the year. Again, I didn't see it, so maybe it's somewhere else. But be on the lookout for it. It's I Feel All Right, a cover of The Stooges. We'll see what you think of their cover. Here you go with some schism. It's 1970. <laughs> Christ. Christ. Cover well, it was different. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the only thing missing is that uh, <laughs> that unhinged saxophone <laughs> solo at the <laughs> very <laughs> end. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's funny that the damned also covered this song at the end of their uh, first album and they also credit it as I Feel All Right. I'm like. Seriously, is, are people just allergic to numbers <laughs> <laughs> that you don't want to call it 1970? That's what it's called. <laughs> but I guess people don't remember the title so much as they remember the hook. So I guess it right. makes sense. And, and I, don't, I don't care at the end of the day. It's a great song. It's one of the, yeah, one of the OGs from one of the uh, uh, propagators of punk rock. And it's nice to know that people are covering that one and not always I Want to Be Your Dog.
1: Right. There's other tracks. Schism did a great job. And it reminded me, that's Eric and I, before we started recording, had a conversation. I watched the movie CBGB for the first time. And it was because uh, we had that discussion because I was looking at this uh, Stooges cover because they featured an actor portraying Iggy Pop in there and singing a, a Stooges song on stage with the actress playing Debbie Harry. And so we're not going to get into that. We did that, but that's, <laughs> that's why that uh, I had that reminder and brought that up to Eric. And so if you want to check out the movie, check out the movie. But Schism, great track. Uh, that's a cool cover. I don't know where you will be able to hear it other than checking us out here at the moment. But, you know, go check out Schism on social medias. And uh, as at the end of the show, as we do, I'll throw them out then. Yeah. Eric, we got some more music to play. What do you got? Well, I got some uh, hardcore from way down south. So
0: down south that it's uh, touching the tip of Cuba. Yeah, we're going all the way down to Tampa, Tampa, Florida. We're going to talk about the band Dogmatic. And they are, you know, as they actually proclaim in their Bandcamp bio, fast, hardcore from Tampa, Florida. (laughs) It's like, well, yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about their uh, this second EP, the self-titled. It is the, uh, uh, yeah, this is the second EP preceding their demo that was released uh, last March. And yeah, there is not much to these guys. Just loud, fast, energetic, hardcore punk exfoliating the attitude of the 80s. Four songs that are each a minute and a half long, and they all manage to pack a significant punch with their blast beats, drum fills, thrash riffs, and breakdowns. It's metal hardcore at its most rudimentary and is severely virulent. Nice. If you want sevirulent, virulent, maybe I'll <laughs> coin that phrase. <laughs> uh, in layman's terms, it is uh, it's a it's a sickness that's highly contagious and it's violent <laughs> to you. <laughs> You know, think of uh, think of the movie Outbreak, or think of the movie Contagion. They're kind of the same flicks, but, yep, disease gets out and people just start, uh, well, they start dying, right? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but this is not a, uh, this isn't a film class, this isn't a fucking uh, language arts class, this is not even a class. We're talking about hardcore music. So, on this EP, the last song, Projection, really has it all from front to back. It's got breakneck speeds, shuggy dance parts, crushing breakdowns, and I'm not entirely sure what the song is about because the lyrics aren't too decipherable, but from what I can gather, it's about slandering someone who wronged you in the past. So yeah, pretty pretty much standard hardcore protocol at this point, so uh, But like I said, there really isn't much to these guys and their music. They're keeping it simple, keeping it fucking fast and loud and crunchy. So yeah, here's Dogmatic Projection. sweet right well, that was awesome well i can't even really say sweet that <laughs> sure was short and severolent yeah severolent <laughs> short and severolent <laughs> uh, we'll see if that catches on i don't even think people know what virulent actually <laughs> means <laughs> i didn't know what it meant until i was looking up uh, uh, until i was looking up synonyms for infectious or contagious or just like you know violently ill because <laughs> that's what virulent uh, translates out to So to describe uh, music like that just kind of gives an idea of what we're, of what we're, of what's to be expected. And I think it was severe enough. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So yeah, Dogmatic, hardcore from the, uh, from the dick of America. Uh, We're so happy that you're still churning us, churning them out. So, so yeah. Thank you guys. Dogmatic, you fucking kick ass. Two EPs under your belt and I hope you
1: get more. Right, that was awesome. Uh, Definitely going to check out more of them. Uh, Next up, we're going to play the band Combatants, and that's K-O-M-B-A-T-A-N-T-S. band from Sweden. They reached out about a month ago, December 9th, and uh, sent their website our way. So I'm going to send it your way, and you'll know why after I give it to you. So go to the band's name, Combatants.se, K-O-M-B-A-T-A-N-T-S.se that's where you're gonna find a bunch of their music. So the band started in 2011. They were a band until 2016. They got some releases out I think around 2013, a split and so forth. And then the band has now decided to get back together, give it another go. Uh, Two new band members, John and Mons, uh, will be delivering guitar riffs and bass tones for the band. So. We're actually going to play two tracks from the band. I want to play something that's older. The band might be lesser known to anybody who's listening, but an older track. So from their original release that came out in 2013, so 10 years prior to this new release, uh, the release was called Ruckin' Oi. And again, you can go check it out, find some of the tracks on that website as well. And then... They did a promo 2023, which you can find this neck, the, the other track that we're gonna listen to, Give 'em the Boot, on. So 10 years different on those tracks, some different band members, as I said. We're gonna play them back to back. The first one is Ruckin' Oi, the title track, and then from their promo, Give 'em the Boot. So here goes. Thank you to the combatants for sharing their stuff with us. Let's check them out together. Give them the boot. So, what do you think between those two tracks there from uh, Combatants? Well, the that first one that you play there, Rockin' Oi.
0: Yep. Yeah, or Ruckin' Oi. They're yeah. Swedish, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Ruckin' Oi. Ruckin' They were, uh, yeah, that one was a little, uh, yeah, that one was more uppity, had a lot more uh, energy to it. And, uh, and why not? There was a lot of those, uh, yeah, there was a lot of those ska intonations that right. they put in there. Yeah, so that was fun, given the sort of two tone feel, and and yeah, given the boo, that was just uh, that felt a lot more
1: laid back, right? You say these two songs were uh, released ten years apart from each other, ten years apart, and two different band members. So the band played up until twenty sixteen, stopped, and then recently, like within the last year, got back together, but two new band members, and that's a promo or on their promo for the end of the year for an upcoming release. Okay. Well, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, put on them for reuniting. Yep, good stuff. A little bit different sound. Uh, I still think you can tell it's the same band, but as you pointed out, the sound's different. But if you go back and check out their releases, the split they did, the rest of Ruckanoi, because that was a full length, you, you might find a little more similarities. Maybe it's a little bit less similar for that one song. But great stuff nonetheless. Thank you again to the guys in Combatants. Definitely check them out, and I'm looking forward to more uh, after that promo 2023 release, whatever happens to come next. We're going to talk about some live shows here in just a moment. It's been a couple weeks since Eric and I have got together, but before we do, yeah. I and decided... And i got a couple of shows to talk about. <laughs> I decided we're going to play one more post-holiday song, and it's because the song, I found out about it after we did our holiday songs and after I did my holiday episode over on uh, Punk Adoy Worldwide. And it's for anybody that, you know, it's kind of after Christmas is over, so it's thematic. The band is... The Booze Brothers. And Booze Brothers yeah. are bringing us a track, a single that they released called Christmas Sucks. Now, did the
0: Booze Brothers uh, become the most wanted men in France? They probably did. <laughs> maybe there's a story to go along with that. I don't know it, but maybe there is. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: uh, no one could ever top the. Uh, no one could ever top. Uh, God, what was the damn name? Jake and Elwood. Right. You <laughs> know, uh, even uh, Elwood tried to. Uh, To top his own doings. And, uh, well, let's just say Blues Brothers 2000 is something you can uh, pretend doesn't exist. Right.
3: (laughs) Shit.
1: Well, Blues Brothers from Toulouse in France, they started way back in 1999. And on December 15th of this year, well, I guess this past year now, 2023, uh, that's when they released Christmas Sucks. So we're going to do that and then talk about some live albums. We'll see what you think. Wrap up, I guess, our post-holiday just after New Year. Here's Christmas Sucks. Yeah, it sucks.
4: (laughs) It all began with Santa, the nasty little prick. Who broke into our homes and played an awful trick. short parcels down our throats, made us one for more. Made us grip the things we had no use before. He went to school with guitars and his trade with bolo Hay. Hate Budo, and his reindeers, moved to Florida Bay. Subcontracted deliveries to Amazon drones. And fired his elves from smaller hands from sassy station farms. Christmas Christmas us all the way. To beach, be other farming, people have their way. Christmas on, Christmas on, success all the way. Expect trauma, mash in front, and make a friends by day. You could have asked presenter to gift a homeless dude a plane trip to Australia, so maybe he could too. Spend Christmas on the beach with beer and rum and sweets instead of freezing his ass on covered legged streets. Christmas songs, all, Christmas all, songs, success all, Christmas all, Christmas all, success all the way. It's the big jalapen and people have their way. Christmas songs, Christmas songs, success all the way. It's the jalapenos you brought in and reached your Black Friday. You could offer a Christmas meal to the Bangladeshi girl who made the tight new dress to show a few new pearls. Maybe a decent salary to the Chinese kid who made the plastic piece of shit you don't even know how much you paid. Christmas sword, Christmas sword, success all the way Used to be California kind of when people had their way Christmas sword, Christmas sword, success all the way It's become a massive fall in the recent Black Friday He used to be careful and green Iron and and the Grinch and weed. Now he's red and kind of mean Republican
1: Friday. Yeah. Christmas sucks. I bet you weren't expecting that, were you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've heard uh, other versions of it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Great stuff. Cool band there. Booze Brothers had to play it. Didn't want to wait till next Christmas. And, you know, as for anybody that's still having a little Christmas hangover, glad the season's gone on and onward and upward into this new year, 2024. Eric, let's get into some uh, live shows. I know you got a few live shows you've seen. Let's uh, talk about those, some upcoming shows, and
0: yeah, yeah, we'll we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got two shows that I attended in the last uh, couple weeks that I got to talk about. The first one on the twenty second, it was the it was the uh, fuck Christmas uh, show, I guess. <laughs> it didn't really have a. It didn't really have a little uh, title to it, but it was a local showcase with all these fucking killer bands. They had, there were Filth Lords, there was Yalto Miklan, there was All Systems Fail, and of course, Endless Struggle. Now, they went all out with this one. They had a backdrop, a painted backdrop of this fireplace that had all the band names that looked like they were spray painted on there. Awesome. And then when uh, the drums would. Yeah, then there was the drums, and then when "Endless Struggle" was about to play, they had these uh, cardboard flames surrounding the riser. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'll get to i uh, I'll get to that whole uh, idea in a minute.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, because this all ties in. Um, so yeah, Phil Lords, it was great seeing those guys. I always, always, always love watching Phil Lords play, and and what was awesome is they covered "American Jesus." Tis the season, right? Right. <laughs> So, yeah, and they also covered an Op Ivy song. I can't remember which one, but, uh, but yeah, it was fucking cool. Which makes sense that they would do an Op Ivy cover. They did play a Halloween cover set of Op Ivy songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they fucking, uh, they killed it on it. I that's wish I great. could have seen that whole set, but no, I was playing a uh, show up in Ogden. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, Yato McLan, I uh, listened to them. I was uh, more concerned on uh, getting the high score on that fucking Terminator pinball game. <laughs> I still don't have it. <laughs> Shit. Uh, that's awesome. Fuck you, Greg. You got the high score on every pinball machine in the in that bar. <laughs> 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 God damn it. Uh, anyway, but Yelto-McGlam was fucking cool. All Systems Fail, they they put on a great set as well. I mean, those guys have been doing this for 20 years, and it feels like they haven't aged a day. That's great. Well, they look Good like they aged them. a day. <laughs> they <laughs> certainly have. <laughs> I know Rich and Travis certainly look a lot older. <laughs> it's more like,
1: it doesn't sound like they've
0: aged a day. Yeah, it doesn't sound <laughs> like it. It doesn't sound like it. They still bring the fucking energy, and I'm stoked for it. Okay, so for Endless Struggle... The, uh, yeah, the setting all dies into their, uh, into their performance. The idea was, uh, they wanted to, it's sort of a Christmas show, so they wanted to make it look all Christmassy, and so, yeah, you had the, you had the painted backdrop with the fireplace, and it looks like the flames are coming out, and, and they're surrounded the drums. Well... All five members of Endless Struggle come out and they are dressed for the occasion. What do I mean by that? I'm talking that uh Spencer he came out, he was a uh, Spence, Jeremy Spence. He came out dressed as one of the wise men or a shepherd. He was holding the cane and everything. <laughs> okay, no, he wasn't holding the cane, but there was that little uh, you know, that little curved part on the cane that was uh, right. fixed to the top of his guitar. Nice. So that was fun. And their fucking, uh, uh, their bassist, Das Wood, he was was dressed up as an elf. And Tay was dressed up as a reindeer. (laughs) Had a full body (laughs) suit with a reindeer. (laughs) And their vocalist, uh, Bobby, he was, fittingly enough, Santa. (laughs) He was Santa Claus, dressed up with a white suit, uh, the red suit and the fake white beard and everything. He even had a trash bag that was... That was Santa's sack, and it was filled with a bunch of Endless Struggle merch, and throughout the show, he was uh, throwing them all out to the audience. I unfortunately didn't catch anything. I'm pissed, because I want one of them Endless Struggle shirts. I keep forgetting to to buy one at their shows, and every time I'm ready
1: to buy one, they've already packed up their merch and moved on. Right. I've got a couple. I've got the yellow one, and I thought when I was buying it, like, the yellow one, I want to get that one. It looks cool but then I never fucking wear yellow shirts. I When I go to look at a shirt to wear, man, like 80% of my shirts are black and <laughs> all the other colors, like I occasionally wear red, but I just pretty much wear black. And I see the yellow one and I like it and I want to wear it, but I'm like, I don't wear yellow. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Too happy a color.
0: <laughs> uh, but anyway, there was, uh, now we got to talk about what the flames were for. So, yeah. This was, a, this was sort of a monumentous occasion. Uh, the, this was Endless Struggle's first show with their new drummer, Tyler Barani, who we all know for, formerly from NARC and Gag Order and is currently in his other band, Bloodstar. Cool. Yep, so now he's the drummer for Endless Struggle. This was his first show with him, and he's surrounded by those cardboard flames, and you know what he was? <laughs> he was the devil! He yeah. was... I like to think that he was maybe a Krampus, who had shaved? Okay. <laughs> who was? Yeah, like I said, who shaved all his fur? But it was just too funny. His first show with Endless Struggle, and he looks like the devil. <laughs> all right, that's fine. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. That now this uh, Christmas is apparently haunted, <laughs> or or cursed, or possessed, or whatever. So so yeah, that was. Uh, if you look on Endless Struggle's uh, Facebook or Instagram page, you can see still shots of how they were all dressed, and it's. It's it's awesome the way they did that. That's the way to be festive and punk rock. That's cool <laughs> on a punk rock holiday. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of holidays, I went to the other holiday show at Aces, the fucking the fucking New Year's show. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, that was with an uh, Night Demon, Visigoth, and Midnight, and. I thought that Midnight was going to play last. Fittingly enough, maybe they were going to be ringing in that new year. But
1: oh, yeah, that would make sense. <laughs>
0: yeah, it did, but no, they played second. They played right smack in the middle. Okay. It's like, uh, d- a missed opportunity. Okay. Yeah, kind of, but uh, who the fuck cares? We got to see the show. Now, the show itself, here's a little uh, prelude to it. That show was sold out. It was sold out. They sold uh, way more than they were intending, so it was like, okay, this is going to be a packed show. Uh, yeah, I got there early. I got there early as fuck. I didn't have a ticket. Okay, well, I didn't have a ticket, but then I bought it secondhand. I bought two because I had promised uh, at least one to uh, to Josh, who was really who was really keen on going out and celebrating for the new year. And I was like, okay, I'll just show up early, and I'm just going to be a patron that hasn't left. And that's how I got into <laughs> the show for free. But I had two tickets that, were, that I was sitting on, and then I managed to get Josh and Gentry in when they, when they showed up. So that was great. I had to make sure to be there for, <laughs> for that. And also I also had to make sure that Nathan was in for free. My friend from, uh, my friend from San Jose. Well, he lives here now, but he was born in San Jose. And I really wanted to make sure he was at that show. And then as the night went on, I actually was telling people like, uh, Between the hours of 8 and 9 p.m., that's when people are going to start showing up. That's when this place is going to get cramped, and I fucking called it. Because by the time 9.30 rolled around, to say that we were packed in like sardines was a fucking understatement. It was so fucking... You were basically breathing in CO2 at that point. (laughs) Oh, man, and I was having plenty of drinks. I had three separate people buy me a round of shots, so that was pretty awesome. And then my friend comes by and is like, uh, hey, I got something for you. And then, hold out your hand. Drops, uh, drops a little gummy in there. I'm like, whoop, oh, okay, I'm going to save that. <laughs> and I did. I saved it for right when Midnight came on. And oh, that was kind of a bad idea. <laughs> but I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Night Demon, I was watching, and they were pretty fucking cool. They had that nice little... Uh, They had a nice rock and roll sound to them, but it was like... Rock and and roll? Rock and roll. (laughs) Rock and roll. If they were Swedish, that makes sense. But as far as I know, they are not. (laughs) So uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, that was a pretty fun time. And then Midnight came onto the fucking stage. All three of them. This was my first time seeing Midnight. All of them adorned with executioner's masks as to maintain a certain degree of anonymity. And... I was sitting there, I was shoulder to shoulder with everybody, I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous, but I'm having a good time. I got that pit started right as they came out, and then I realized how high I was, because I was getting major cotton mouth. <laughs> I was trying to get as much saliva as I could to make sure that I wasn't going to be super dehydrated, and it's not <laughs> I was surrounded by walls of people, so... It was going to be a bitch to get out and go get a drink, then come back in. And meanwhile, I'm holding two beers in my hand. One of them, I promised to Nathan. But at a certain point, I'm like, no, Nathan, I'm sorry. I got to drink yours. <laughs> yeah, so there were two course banquets. Uh, so, yeah, I was just sitting there. I was just standing there. I was perspirating so hard, so hard, but damn, it was worth it. <laughs> it was a, It was a lot of fun. So yeah, midnight killer fucking show. they put on a they put on a hell of a set, and everybody was just having fun. It was a it was a fun night. Plus, uh, my friend and a couple other of my friends who were uh, button heads with each other the last few months had made amends. Oh good. I'm like, oh, that's fucking great. Yeah, I saw the both of them uh, standing right next to each other and they were talking with each other. I'm like, wait a minute, I haven't even taken the edible yet. Am I high? <laughs> this is fucking weird. <laughs> But no, they uh, they settled all the differences, squashed the beef. It was a dumb thing to get mad about in the first place. And people are finally seeing reason. Yeah, it doesn't mean that everybody who was involved with uh, said incident uh, finally saw the light. There are still one or two out there that are just, uh, yeah, they're just dumb. <laughs> they got the blinders on. But most of the people who were on their side came over to the lighter side. <laughs> they saw reason. That's good. Uh, so anyway, Visigoth was up on the stage, and at that point, I retired to the back of the venue, and I was sitting there with uh, one of my friends, and, and we were just uh, chilling, and I was enjoying watching Visigoth set from afar, because Visigoth, they're great. They are a great band. They're great to watch live. Uh, Jake has got one of the most fantastic vocals in any local metal band that I have ever heard. That guy is a masterclass. There's a reason why they are, have such a huge following over in Europe like if you uh like if you see Jake at the bar and you ask him about the shows the the festivals that they played over in Europe, people go nuts for them out there. There is a huge metal crowd over in Europe. Who knew? said <laughs> <laughs> so that last bit a bit sarcastically because yeah, come on, you, Wacken open air is over there, <laughs> the biggest metal festival of all time is in Germany, yeah. so of course they got a following okay,. I'm, uh, I gotta calm down. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, about halfway through a Visigoth set, uh, shots of champagne were being uh, distributed to everybody, and we all ring in that new year, and then took a shot. It was great. And even through all the alcohol I had ingested and the, uh, the high that I was going off of, I was nowhere near as fucking gone as Josh was. <laughs> Josh was so... <laughs> hammered <laughs> uh and thankfully i was good enough to drive home oh good so yeah i drove him back to uh back to my house he crashed on the couch and and yeah he woke up with a very severe hangover me i woke up i woke up feeling just great <laughs> <laughs> i'm feeling fine <laughs> yeah uh and yeah snagged uh and yeah i did snag a sort of a new year's kiss but that's just from my friend uh uh, my friend Rachel, who, uh, at, when she gets uh, drunk, she gets really friendly drunk and she kisses everybody.
1: Well, there's several ways to be when you're drunk, and that might be the best way.
0: It kind of is. Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, it was a
0: great night. I can't talk about, I can't express how awesome that show was and just the overall vibe and everything. And, yeah, we were packed as hell in there, and it was just so. Yeah, it was cramped beyond fucking belief, but I'm just happy that I got to get into the show. All my friends came into the show, and we all had a good time, and we were all able to ring in that new year without a hitch. It was fun. Awesome. It was a damn fun time. So, so yeah, those are the shows that I attended. It was just two, but they were two worth talking about. Obviously. So, <laughs> right. So, yeah, what's coming up? We got a few shows coming up on the uh, 6th, the uh, well, which is tomorrow at time of this recording. But if you're listening to this now, uh, hopefully it's tonight. <laughs> the, <laughs> there is going to be the Goathead Fundraiser at Aces High. That's a uh, fundraiser put together by Nick Passy and his girlfriend, Aria Darling, who both play acoustic shows together around the bars. Nick Passy is also the guitarist for Folk Hogan. Okay. Yep. But he does a lot of it uh, does a lot of uh, solo shows. Anyway, they're doing this uh, fundraiser. They will be playing it with Mouth, Bath, and Tact, and it's going to be a matinee show. It's going to start at two p.m. and it will go on until about five. And then on the twelfth, Lovelace, Bittersweet, Cataract, and Manifold will all be playing at Black Lung. That's going to start at 7 p.m. is $12 to enter. Also on the 12th, Lindsey Heath Orchestra is going to be playing with D Horn and Mortigi Tempo, or Mortigi Tempo, or Mortigai Tempo. I don't know how else to pronounce <laughs> it other than those three, but I've heard it different ways. Uh, it's going to be at Aces High, $15 to enter, and it starts at 8 p.m. On the 15th, Harbor and Infernium will be playing at Black Lung starting at 7 p.m. and is $10. Also on the 15th, Destiny Board, Close Call, Griebler, Belm. I think that's how you pronounce it. B-E-O-M-E, Belm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They'll be playing a house show, the House of Blues at 6 p.m. And there's a $5 to $10 uh, suggested donation. Other than that, just sort of bring what you can. And on the 16th, mummy heart museum masking minus the a and Halbrook drive be playing at the beehive that's gonna be at 6 30. don't know the price for that one but i'm assuming it's gonna be between 10 to 15 dollars. so just expect that then also on the 16th the uh or oh wait not the 16th i have this uh, date backwards i don't know what date it actually is but bad idols bittersweet Cat Grove Street and Frick will be playing at the Beehive. That'll be at 7 p.m. and is $10. I'll get back to you on the date on that. But also, I have a few other uh, dates to mention because our boys in Snuff Tape are going on tour with the band Bermuda. And they will be playing four dates, four different uh, shows, you know, Weekend Warrior type shit, some of which have already passed. Well, one is actually going on tonight. But they did play uh, last night at in in here, in SLC, at the Metro. Cool. And they're playing tonight in uh, Havasu, Arizona. Uh, kind of pointless in, uh, <laughs> in plugging that show now because by the time you're listening to it, it's probably already happening.
1: Well, or, hopefully Actually, Havasu, no. You already will. happened.
0: So. Right. so, yeah. We do have a show that's happening on the 6th tomorrow at time of recording. Today, at time of listen. And it's going to be at Pomona, California with Ritual of Despair, Slumped Dreadworm and uh, actually that's that is that's all of that's all of the bands. They're going to be playing at the uh, Characters.
1: Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a venue. With a ton of bands that go through that area. Yeah, the Long Beach area.
0: Yeah, it's a I guess it's a bar. Yeah, the Characters uh, speakeasy maybe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that'll start at 7 p.m. and is ten dollars. And on the seventh, they'll be playing in uh, at Tascadero in California. With bears, no warning shots, and that's gonna be a dark nectar coffee that's gonna start at seven thirty p m and is gonna be fifteen dollars. Uh, I hope you're having a good time out there fucking snuff tape it's cool that it's cool that you have a draw in other places. you guys are fucking
1: wild that's awesome <laughs> yeah.
0: so yeah, that's all I got for uh upcoming shows also uh, I know that recidivist is gonna be on tour in the next uh in the next week or so however they don't have uh they don't have all the dates settled yet. They, I know they'll be playing in Boise, they'll be playing in Eugene, and they'll be playing in Reno. And then they'll be back here on the 16th to play uh, at Kilby Court with Cruelty from Tokyo and Cosm and Mummy. But I'll, pl- when I get more information on that, I will plug it next week. We still got time
1: a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go through my list hopefully quickly. Uh, First up, our pals in Bricks and Mortar. We just did a bonus episode interview with them, talked about their tour and such. They're going to be playing in Cambridge, Massachusetts at Middle East on January 11th. That's next Thursday. They'll be opening up for punk rock karaoke. Yes, that punk rock karaoke. Uh, So go check them out if you're going to be in that area. Uh, Oh, this one's... February, but we're definitely gonna mention that when the time comes. On January nineteenth, strike first, antagonizers ATL and long shot odds are gonna be playing in Columbia, South Carolina at the new Brooklyn Tavern. It's ten bucks, seven PM show. It is all ages, so get there if you're gonna be in Columbia. Uh, Coffin Cats will be going out on tour. And the Coffin Cats are going to be on tour with Hans Gruber and the Diehards. It'll be February 8th through February 25th. I'm not going to get any of the specific dates. I just want to point out uh, our palace and Hans Gruber and the Diehards are going to be in Salt Lake uh, at Ace's High on February 13th. So as it gets closer, we'll mention more of those dates, but excited to see them. On January 14th, Skid Row Garage presents the Cheats No Comply Riverside Odds and use once and destroy. It's an all ages show, starts at 4 p.m. It's 10 bucks. It's in York, Pennsylvania. Go to 243 Market Street and you can go check out those bands again. That'll be on the 14th. Then on January 20th, the Slads Splatter Pattern, Sleeper Cell, No Guard, and Destroys destro Destro's, sorry, I think I got that mispronounced. They'll be in Milwaukee at the Cactus Club. Uh, 18 and older, 15 bucks. So go check that one out. We'll mention that more as it gets closer. Uh, the Runts are going to be playing again. This Runts show, uh, Los Angeles and San Diego, and where is the, oh, there it is, January 5th. Oh, that's today. They're playing that show today. So <laughs> if you're in L.A., hopefully you're checking out uh, the Runtz playing with TSOL. But then on the 6th today, as Eric said, the day of listening most likely, it's, they're doing an all-ages show. In, this one is at Slow Death California at the Better Half Supply Company. And they'll be playing, the Runtz will be playing with Self-Sabotage, Adult Crash, Philistine, I think, and Intercom, man. Some people pick some tough uh, fonts to try to read. (laughs) (laughs) So you see the Runts. The Runts are pretty much done. They ain't going to be doing a whole lot more as a band. So if you get the chance, check them out. Liberty and Justice are going to be doing an East Coast Winter Weekender in New Jersey. They'll be at Saltie's Beach Bar on the 11th. That's Lake Como, New Jersey. And then they'll be in Brooklyn, New York at the Meadows on the 12th. So go check out Liberty and Justice on their winter weekender next weekend. So not, not this weekend that you're hearing this, but the next weekend. Uh, on the 20th, anti-heroes will be playing with Castillo, Castillo, Ultra Sect, 21 Gun Salute, and Weekend Kids. Awesome show at First Street, Billiards in L.A., uh, brought to you by Battlescarred Records. It's 18 and older with ID. But you can go to eventbrite.com to get your tickets. Go see Anti Heroes. They are awesome. I can't wait to see them again. Got to see them twice this year. Punk Rug Bowling on the 12th. Doug and the Slugs will be playing with Chiswick Commandos, Terror, Hoi Poloy Sound System, and it's going to be at Lucky Liquor in Tuckwilla, Washington. So you can go see that next Friday on the 12th. And finally, a quick mention, we'll get over the dates probably on the next episode, but the Drowns are going to be doing a West Coast tour, starting in Santa Cruz, California on the 18th, ending on the 27th in Eugene, Oregon, but somewhere in the middle of that on the 24th, they're going to be at Aces High Saloon here in Salt Lake, so looking forward to seeing Andy, the Rev, and all the guys. Yeah, that show's going to be with, uh... I know Hi-Fi is going to be playing
0: that show, and Yeah, I guess Pirates of the Promised Land. I'd never heard of them, but apparently they got so much a following that it's advertised as, like, a special appearance.
1: Oh, well... So I'm like, okay, but I don't know what the fuck that is, but... They've done recording and such with CJ of Racist Kramer, so I would say if you like Racist Kramer, you're going to like Pirates of the Promised Land. All right, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) That's all the shows. we got to get back to more music. It's been a minute. Eric's got a great cover-to-cover album. Eric?
0: Oh, do I. (laughs) (laughs) So this is a band you may have heard of. them. We played them on the show uh, three separate times, once in episode 310 in April of last year been right. twice in November of last year in episodes 338 and 340. And now we're playing them here on episode 345. Why? Well, guys <laughs> they just keep putting out good shit. What do you want from me? <laughs> the band is Cancer fucking Christ. Okay, they ever themselves as Cancer Christ, but come on. You're not going to say it without the fucking in the middle. It's like <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's proof that Jesus died in faded and legally changed his middle name to fucking. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Cancer Christ released a new album. Well, so new that it's their first album. This is their first Their first ever fucking full-length LP. It is 20 songs of just ear-splitting fucking grind. Oh, and it's so good. It's already in high raking for my favorite album of the year. I know we just started, but (laughs) that just goes to show how fucking, how fucking, uh, yeah, what is the word, uh, confident I am that this album will hold up throughout the next 12 months.
1: Well, you and I both, January 5th released, uh, mark this, people, will probably be in our top 10s for the year.
0: Yep, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I shouldn't get too ahead of myself. I still have to figure out what my favorite album was of last year.
1: Right, Yeah, I, I still gotta get... go through my list too. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like,
0: oh God, sometimes I know, but sometimes I'm like, I just lose track. Right. Uh, but for now, let's talk about this uh, new album. The new album is called God is Violence. And yeah, the album cover is fucking aggressive. It is literally a cartoon, an animated Jesus holding a shotgun to his mouth, and he's already pulled the trigger. (laughs) You see his brain's just just splattering out on the other fucking side. Yeah, it's pretty fucking grotesque, (laughs) and I love it. (laughs) Cancer Christ. It's about what you would expect from a band that calls themselves that. So... So yeah, let's talk about this album. We've already heard snippets of it with uh, you know, my spotlighting of their singles God Hates Cops and Bring Back the Guillotine, which, upon listening to this record, is still my favorite song, although this album has produced some notable contenders, and some of which are actually repeats from previous EPs. The title track from the Satan is a Bitch EP, and also three from their uh, Prosperity Preacher, which were all released the well, last year. Nice. So it's kind of funny, those three, those two separate EPs functioned as singles or as promo pieces for something bigger. And yeah, something bigger, this is uh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> so yeah, the songs on here, songs like uh, Baptized and Shit and Tithe or Die are great excerpts of the well-rounded metallic bludgeoning rooted in grind. And God Made Me Do It has great groove with its stomping rhythms. Prosperity Preacher is... 43 seconds of grind with a slamming tag on in the end. And God made me do it and Satan is a bitch, have enough speed, breakdowns, chants, solos, and downstroke riffs to appeal to the hardcore kids and the thrashers alike. And if that wasn't enough, there are five separate 20 to 30 second interludes all titled Hail Christ. (laughs) <laughs> one being an intro, and the other four proceeding in the order as follows: one, four, uh, no one, five, four, and two. And numbers three and six can be found on the Satan Is a Bitch EP. <laughs> now, why they have them in that order, and why they're so, why they're separated from each other? I don't know! (laughs) (laughs) I don't fucking know, it just doesn't make sense. And these songs, they are literally just them repeating, hail, Christ, on top of each other. That's it. Okay. And then they have, there are other interludes, one of which is simply just called that interlude. And then they have a nine second uh, taking up serpents which are lit? these both are literally just voiceovers playing over noise. <laughs> okay. And then the closing track, The Sermon, is literally just their singer, Anthony, giving a speech as if he were addressing to a mass on the values of the Church of Cancer Christ, such as hanging politicians by their entrails, decapitating cops, flaying the skin off of the rich, castrating rapists, and ripping out the eyeballs of hypocrites and rats. Okay. Hail Christ indeed! (laughs) Hail fucking Christ. Oh my God. So yeah, with that being said, what songs do I want to talk about? What songs am I going to play? Well, how about we start with uh, Jesus Got a Big Old Cock? (laughs) This is the weirdest song on this record, and that's saying something. It's It being a cacophony of riffs and leads swimming in a digital bath, all while Anthony details the death of Jesus and his second coming, but there's a bit of a twist. He's not back to give humanity salvation. He's back for revenge. <laughs> <laughs> and this goes on for about 90 seconds. And, and yeah, Jesus got a big old cock, and he's gonna fuck the world with it. Those are the lyrics, that's what they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, Jesus got a big old cock. I hope you're ready for this, because he's gonna he's coming to fuck you and you and you and the whole fucking world. Uh, by the way, this is just what Anthony is saying, not me. He's preaching the good word. <laughs>
3: Christ died on the cross with a wad in his hand, oh my God. Earth was shit, man was doomed, until he was reborn in the womb. And I got there, and now I care, They just fucking mocked and stared. He blew his flow across this land, and that's what created man. Jesus Christ died on the cross with a hole in his head, now he's dead. Then he returned to
4: the offense because he's hurt.
0: You know, I thought I made up the slur "Jesus cock-sucking Christ." <laughs> <laughs> so, I may have uh, I may have come up with that, though I don't think I'm gonna sue Cancer Christ on the grounds of uh, in uh, what is it <laughs> integral property? Not integral property. Intellectual. Uh, intellectual. There we go. Intellectual property. <laughs> So, yeah, that was a, a that was a bit of a weird song. Just uh, Jesus got a big old cock. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, like I said, this is uh, uh, Jesus' second coming, but he's plotting revenge against humanity for basically selling him out. <laughs> and it does the following track, Tithe or Die. Uh, it, yeah, it kind of... Uh, th- I would say that Jesus Got a Big old cut as sort of a prelude to that, because in the lyrics of Tithe or Die, I won't say all of them, but the opening lyrics are like, Tithe or fucking die, never question why, cash in your entire existence, pay me to be crucified. <laughs> That's sort of like Jesus is really taking the whole uh, do unto others phrase in the Bible a little too literally. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's around and he's like, yeah, I'm coming back to watch you just destroy yourselves. Which is like actually pretty profound a statement. It's like, yeah, we go to a building every week and we throw money at this uh, priest, at this priest, saying that is that's apparently going to buy our way into heaven. So, yep, tithe or die. <laughs> so yeah, I, maybe I'm getting a little too deep into it, but honestly, there is a lot of there is a lot of thought that has gone into this uh, into this album. Not just the album, this whole fucking band. Good lord, this band is so weird. <laughs> and it's great. It's all about the, uh, all about the image. Never too, never too late to keep uh, making mistakes. Anyway, I'm talking about making. Let's talk about the uh, penultimate song on this record, Make Them All Dead. Make <laughs> Them All Dead. You know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> so yeah, why make them all dead? Well... It is worthy of being the most headbangable song on the record, whether they be windmills or just full body headbangs. You know, not just neck breaking, back breaking headbangs. Uh, and the riffs are powerful in this one, with the drums cueing when they are supposed to flex. And you can't forget all those walking dissonant scales in between. Holy shit, does this one go hard? <laughs> the lyrics seem to detail what would be going through the head of a modern day crusader. It's probably, and it kind of goes into the same mindset as like a mercenary. Say this, I got Jesus Christ in my head, and this is what the fucker said. Kill them all. Kill them all. Make them all dead. So yeah, modern day mercenary crusader. He's armed with a fucking shotgun.
1: Seems like something you would hear in a kind of crazy off the wall Dr. Seuss book. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) His... uh, His hidden writings.
0: (laughs) So yeah, here's the heaviest song of the record, the one that closes the album
1: uh, before the sermon. And Maybe if you read the Dr. Seuss book backwards, is that how it works? If you read it backwards, then you get those lyrics you just say. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Talking about that, this album does have a backward message at the end of the sermon. Nice. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but uh, let's play the song first and I'll uh, talk more about this. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fuck, does that song go hard, just like the rest of this album. Good lord, fucking. Yeah, I got no, I got no negative things to say about that. I even had an early scoop on that one. I follow the, I follow Cancer Christ on Instagram and they made a post. DM for the link. Decibel Magazine is doing a uh, pre-release streaming. I was like, oh shit. So I messaged them. Hey, give me that link. All right, here you go. (laughs) That's awesome, and I listened to that album like six or seven times over just to like really feel which ones were the most worthy of being uh being spotlighted here, <laughs> which ones were worthy of the uh of our tithing <laughs> <laughs> oh man and uh so that was that was cool, and I thought it would have been awesome if uh you know if we were doing the podcast on our regularly uh, scheduled day that the people would be hearing a bit of that album before it was even released. But right. it's released as of this day, so anyone could go out and listen to it. And I suggest that you do, because if you like what uh, what you heard here, oh, there's plenty more. There's a whole other 18 songs to listen to. Right? <laughs> oh, God, the album is not even really... Uh, I don't even think it reaches half an hour. <laughs> it might. I don't know. I didn't really uh, check that part out, but... Uh, but yeah, I'm stoked on this fucking record. I even got the vinyl pre-order. And like I said, even this, at the end of the sermon, there is a backwards message. There's like this little 10-second uh, pause when the sermon is over. And then shit starts sp- starts playing. It's like they are speaking in tongues. So when I get that vinyl, you bet your ass I'm going to put the needle on there. I'm going to play that backwards and see what the hell he's saying. It'll probably just be like, you have a lot of time on your hands, do you? <laughs> that would be hilarious. So, even in a, even with the Cancer Christ album, there is a backwards message. <laughs> oh man, that's just a, that's just hilarious to me.
1: So, so yeah, hail Christ! What <laughs> more can you say? <laughs> Well, I'm going to play a couple tracks from our pal, Neil, who we just had on. We did an interview with him a couple weeks back, two episodes ago. You can go check that out. Uh, we were talking about his more active current band, Scunthorpe Yobs, and we played them and featured them on that show. So I wanted to feature his other band, Oil, as we talked about them too, but separately, so we are doing so here on this episode. We're going to play... Two tracks off of The Honor of Glory, the new album from the band with the umlaut over the O uh, to differentiate the new oil compared to the uh, previous band oil, which is similar but different, as you heard in the interview. And if you didn't, go two episodes back, listen to that interview we did with Neil. Uh, The album The Honor of Glory is kind of a play on words, I guess, because The Glory of Honor was the release that they put out 20 years ago or so. Uh, The Honor of Glory, though, was released on Contra Records, Mr. Face Records. It came out November 21st of 2022. Uh, I'm going to play two tracks from it. Let's just do them back to back. Why not? A block of tracks, as it were. Uh, And then we'll talk about the other track because we're going to play three, but this one's from a different release, a newer release uh, that we also talked about on the interview. So... Two tracks from the Honor of Glory from the band Oil. First is going to be Hooligan, then Drink, Fight, Work. Here goes... Yeah. Two minutes. Uh, drink, fight, work was barely over a minute and a half. But two cool ones from Oil. As you can tell, still a little bit of that uh, fun that they're, uh, how did he word it? You know, they're a little more subtle, I guess, about it, not so overt. Yeah. <laughs> at
0: this point. <laughs> yeah, with Scoonthorpe, it's obviously uh, the, the humor is obvious, right? And so, yeah, Oil, it's a. Yeah, I guess subtle would be the right way to uh, yeah,
2: put Yeah, the it.
1: newer oil, the older oil was more overt with their poking at the bear, as he was saying. Yeah. <laughs> but still, uh, fun nonetheless. The tracks are great. The guys do a great job. It sounds good as well. And we're going to play one more from them. Uh, we talked about their split with the uh, band Van Stone, who I'm going to wrap the show up with Van Stone because of uh, Neil. But they did their split with Van Stone. It came out October 12th, and it was a split LP between the two bands. There ain't a lot on Van Stone out there. I mean, you can go find their album. They got some tracks. We're going to play one at the end, which we'll talk about. But not a lot of, like, active social medias and stuff like that for you to check them out. and Follow them on, but nonetheless, it came out on vinyl, I believe. So go check out that split. We're going to check out one of Oil's tracks from that split before we wrap up the show. This one is called Boots.
4: Yes, Allah. You're Hunde. music,
3: That Can't I Can't I bar them go. 10, 2, 1, and of this gold. 14! Dying, vince, it's only 80 eyes. Oxford, Greenland, gave a lesson dive. Best of dictating, looking like the meat. Pretty as light says, Joe, by the side. Scamble, and pulled six times in the toes. Color is the best that you will ever know. Scripps and he'll look for the so well. Let's hear the pubs, time to give them hell. My hip-bear boots came when I was in the car? Shaggy bear ride the desert poor. they best fast, they're proud, one day, bam. Strapped on the laces, I became a man. I a horse, cause it gave me eyes. Two knots of labs, made me out of cry. Do that thing was done, so I got some fish and shit. No, I let her rip! Barks, Jay, Nigel, only 80 eyes. Oxford, Twinland, Cameron, that's a nice. Me, ready as blank says, jail's out of sight Failing for six times in My daughter is the best that you will ever know Strip that he'll listen to me, i so well Let's hit the pub, get me the mail My whole fair booze came when I was in the court Shugger's bear rise, this day I was not a part They've left their private one day, bam Strapped on the laces, I became a man punched on a horse, cause he gave me eyes Shoot off the guys, they'd be out of grind Good ass trickling dubs, so I got some fish and shit
1: Oil, that's boots. Two great bands, though. There's, st- if you hear the music and you you know you heard three tracks from Oil here, if you're unfamiliar with them before for some reason, and at the end of the show you'll hear Van Stone. Their styles, their sound is not the same, but if you hear how they put project their vocals, their li- not their vocals but their lyrics, uh, you'll see it was. It was a good match. They're both in the same area as well, so makes sense. It would be fun to go to a show featuring Oil and Van Stone. So if that ever happens, yeah. you should take advantage of it, L.A. It would
0: be fun to go to a show to see both old Oil and new Oil. <laughs> At some point, there was an Oil change.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and there is an Oil change. But uh, mm. on that note, let's wrap up the show. We got a couple non-punk picks as i've already spoiled what mine is it's van stone but eric what do you got why'd you pick him yes
0: that's the name of the <laughs> band <laughs> yep i'm talking about one of the originators of uh prog rock the guys of, from london that formed back in 1968 with uh, vocalist john anderson bassist chris squire uh guitarist peter banks keyboardist tony k and drummer bill bruford uh, for those of you who don't know about Yes, well, you're about to. They played around uh, with their music, uh, rearranging songs by other bands. And then after some time, they cultivated a sound that solidified them as one of the benchmark bands in the evolution of prog rock. It wasn't until their third album in 1971 that aptly titled The Yes Album, <laughs> not to be confused with their self-titled debut that they started to really take off. This album saw the introduction of guitarist Steve Howe, who uh, brought in a unique playing style uh, to challenge the evolution of their sound. The title is also predicated to the band itself, as, their, as this, was be, this was their first record to consist entirely of original songs. Their first two albums was half originals, half covers. Okay. Like I said, rearrangements. Anyway... Come August 1971, they re-enter the studio to begin recording their follow-up LP, Fragile. And this featured the skills of their new keyboardist, Rick Wakeman, whose compositional skills really elevated Yes's sound, making it much larger. The album has nine songs, five of which are solo compositions by, uh, by each band member. Which is an interesting approach in how they can each show off on their skills as individuals, all while ensuring that they can still function as a cohesive unit. That's cool. So yeah, I really like that about them. But what song are we going to listen to? We're going to listen to Roundabout. <laughs> that is the song that opens the record and has since become one of Yes's best known songs. Right. And if you remember, the, if you remember in the movie School of Rock... The uh, you know we're in that scene where he's handing out the CDs to the kids. It's like your homework tonight is to listen to some real music, get inspired. And he hands uh, Lawrence their keyboard player the Yes album, and it goes as follows: Yes, that's the name of the band. Listen to the keyboard solo on Roundabout. It'll blow the classical music out your butt. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the yeah, that's the best way to uh, sort of interpret the song. But what is the song about? Well. The title as, was actually inspired by when they were touring around the U.K. Uh, supporting their the, Ye- the Yes album, in which they went through so many roundabouts as such, or that's how they described it. They were going from city to city and just kind of circling around the U.K. and you. then having to like go back to this city and play another one there and then come back to this one, and they were doing a lot of back and forth, so that's what it felt like. And all the while, Anderson was writing these lyrics while he was on the road and also high as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so all of the surroundings felt so mystical, and some of the lyrics are basically literal interpretations of what he was seeing. In and around the lake, Mana's come out of the sky, and she stands there. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to this song, but uh, but really quick. Uh, The composition is really interesting to me. The Steve Howe, he wrote it originally as a guitar suite, which is kind of obvious given the ominous classical guitar intro. And then Wakeman, he switches from using pianos to organs to synthesizers, which is all according to the mood of the song. So if it needs to be exciting, you bet there's going to be a lot of synths in there. If it needs to be... uh, if it needs to be slow and ominous, he uses the piano or the organ. So just listen for all those when uh, we're going in. And also, the guitar itself kind of takes a back seat in the verse as Squire is carrying the main theme with his groovy walking bass lines. Not even really walking; some of them are just so fast. Doom almost doom doom do I doom doom I love it. doom doom Uh, Every instrument has a chance to shine through this song, but to me, the star is Wakeman with his keys. They really are what give this song its personality. So this is about an eight and a half minute track. Maybe we should get started to listen to it. This is Roundabout. Yeah, that's back when uh, prog rock used to be good. <laughs> and
1: Or at least not boring. <laughs> to be honest, I mean, uh, bands like that, tracks like that is what really gave birth to punk music. Because at that time frame, people were like, uh, not everybody wanted eight and a half minute fucking songs that went on. Uh, you know, and I like, <laughs> yes, I like that track, but yeah. <laughs> not everybody wanted a, a rock opera. Some people wanted to get in and get it done, you know, oh, yeah. get after it.
0: I mean even some of the uh even some of the most notable simple uh, simple rock bands from the from the 60s and going into the 70s had uh just sort of fell victim to that enterprise. I mean, you look at the Who, they had yeah, their first uh, couple of albums were just straightforward rock and roll albums, anthem after anthem, and then they made Tommy, which is just like this uh <laughs> the cinematic uh, landscape of this uh, deaf, dumb, and blind kid who uh, comes to grips with uh, living, pretty much. It's really an opaque story. But right. uh, but yeah, again, it's like, c- come on, man, we just want to sing, right. <laughs> just want to have fun. <laughs> and yeah, there was a lot of prog bands that uh, managed to find that middle ground. They managed to write s- albums that function as a cohesive unit. Yes, but they also knew how to write singles. You look at a Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, great album front to back, but we know what song everybody remembers on there. Right. It's obviously on the run. <laughs> okay, no, it's not that one, though. That does come on the radio often, which is pretty weird. But but no, everybody knows the song Money, and how could you not? that's. Just right. a, it's such a fucking famous, catchy bass line and everything like that, but but yeah, I keep joking with the uh, people at my work. It's like, if the radio wanted to be ballsy, they will play the entire runtime, all six parts of Shine On, You Crazy Diamond. <laughs> That's a half hour's worth of music in one song. <laughs> that is what I want to see. <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah, long songs, they have their place in uh, in music, and Yeah, I'm not an advocate for long songs. I am an advocate for when songs are long but feel like they go by in a second. Right. Because they grab your attention. This one really grabs my attention. That whole album, the whole Fragile album from Yes is fucking great. I recommend it to anyone who's into, uh, I don't know, rock music, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But who are fans of uh, rock music these days that uh, haven't already heard that song? Right. They may have been alive when it came out. Right. I know my—I know my dad was because of my dad that I know who Yes is, along with uh, most of the other aforementioned bands, because that was the music of his time. He grew up listening to that. Me, I just sort of—I uh, just sort of listened to it by uh, by association.
3: Nice, <laughs>
0: but for that I thank you. So, <laughs> so what more can I say? But I say yes to Yes. <laughs> I had to pull that out of my own ass on the fly, but but yeah, it's a great song, great album, great band. Check them out if you haven't heard them. Uh, we cater mostly to punks on this episode on this show, so I don't know how many punks are interested. You probably you probably already uh, skipped through that track to get back to us, have you? Have you? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> okay, I've, I've talked out long enough. Uh,
1: let's talk about Neil's other band. Uh, Van Stone, so I can't remember what actor offhand. He's the guy that does the vocals in the band, I forget. But anyway, Neil was a fan of Van Stone. They did a split. If you didn't go out and check this band out after hearing the interview with them, well, we're we're gonna check them out together. Uh, $25 Blowjob is one of their tracks that I guess is pretty famous. I opted to go with one of their other more famous tracks that was (laughs) also on- $25,
0: (laughs) that's it? (laughs) Shit. What a deal. I, my dick better still be attached afterwards.
1: But. <laughs> well, listen to the lyrics. Go check out the track. Uh, they did release a self-titled Van Stone in 2006, and I think they pretty much just play shows after that when they do stuff that's active, minus the split that they did uh, with Oil. But the band's from Palmdale. The track that we're going to listen to together and wrap the show up with off that self-title from 2006 is called Spring Break Forever. I think this is their other more infamous song as opposed to the $25 blowjob. We're going with this one. Here goes.
3: Dropped out of school, yeah, I'm leaving today. I gotta get spring break, gotta get away. Eight guys packed in an escort to So we reach, get to the beach, yeah. and thongs and and and, and rage and all night
2: long. And shots, and up and the bass and on the beach. I ain't even in college. Spring right, for 6 the Spring ain't like
3: going back! Spring I'm ever. here to stay! Let's party! So we will in the town. some we'll chronic. Yellow shot. Techeese. The Cruising the stretch. On a beaver crusade. Foot beer, bottle. man, it was cool. Checked to the hotel, it's full of chicks.
4: Be nice to meet him. As soon
3: as your kids, six and bumps, and beers, and bumps, and bars, and rage, yeah, all night long. Two and you get up and pass it out on the beach.
4: Check it out, man. There's that chick I hooked up with last night. Where? Over there, the tall one with the G string.
0: Bro, that's a dude.
4: Hi, Randy.
0: All right, let's get out of here. Hey, hey,
3: boy. Six-pack attack! Six pack, four, five, 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 six, Ain't going back! Six pack, four, five, five, six, I'm Break rule. Sent my money stained waste <laughs> in the hotel's track. Man, week flew by. Man, I'm all out of cash. He's one raging party. It was out of control. But I gotta get back, cause I'm still on parole. Seriously. I gotta call my parole officer, Gary. But got a calling card. Can't believe the spring break's over. I gotta get a beer, I'm starting to sober Chicks and thongs and beers and bongs and parties that rage out all night long And shots and you get up and passing out on the beach Holy shit, I think they're filming Girls Gone Wild down in the hot tub I ain't going nowhere four, Six Pack Attack four, Ain't going back.
4: man where'd
1: everybody go (laughs) spring Ah. break forever that's some funny shit on there I love that (laughs) hey they're filming girls gone wild down there
0: I ain't going nowhere (laughs) (laughs) well yeah there you go all that uh, cheeky humor uh, aforementioned from uh, Neil and all of his uh, cronies
1: certainly shines through on that one (laughs) it's good stuff Check out Van Stone. We have reached the end. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I hope you had a great new year. Uh, we look forward to doing so much more, even in this year. So thank you for listening. Thank you for listening all the way up to this point. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music Player, FM, Podvine, Podchaser, Verbal, and slcpunkcast.com. The bands are found on Instagram, at Cinder. You won't find them on the Tinder there, but uh, they a.k.a. <laughs> at on the cinder don't
0: worry well one of them is married how do you at least know that mike is married <laughs>
1: <laughs> at chemical underscore valley underscore mutants at schism nyc punk at dogmatic fl at combatants underscore official at booze brothers official at cancer christ underscore official at oil underscore boots. At yes official and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at
0: scaryuncle underscore eric underscore SLC, and you can find my bands Anonymous and Apathetics on Instagram as follows: at anonymous underscore band official and at theapathetics.sLC, dot SLC on Facebook at anonymous SLC and at theapathetics and stream our shit on Bandcamp at anonymous SLC. And the epithetics.bandcamp.com.
1: The bands are found on Facebook at on the cinder at chemical valley mutants at schism rocks, and that's S-K-I-S-M, at combatants, K-O-M-B-A-T-A-N-T-S, in case those were unclear. At BoozBrothers.official, at the Church of Cancer Christ, at Yes the Band, the show's at SLC Punkcast. Once again, thank you everybody. Eric, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show? Well, I mean, we,
0: uh, you know, we're going into a new fucking year. Another uh, little, uh, another strain of twelve months to uh, make all the right and wrong choices. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got my, I got my plans for things that I want to accomplish within a fiscal year. Uh, and not exactly New Year's resolutions. I said that at the last episode. I don't believe in them because time is a construct, and uh, trying to resolve everything in your life shouldn't be. Uh, shouldn't be sectioned off to those decisions shouldn't be sectioned off for just one time out of the year right but the thing that i uh made a promise to uh myself the fact that it happened that i made said promise on december is strictly a coincidence <laughs> it happened because uh yeah <clears throat> y'all know two of uh, two vital members of my band anonymous had quit and uh one of them is still around uh, the other one is sort of on the fence not really sure what's uh, going on with him but uh, but i have a plan just to uh, sort of uh, keep the ball rolling just uh, moving in silence as it were okay and but the promise i made to myself is like if by this time next year as of uh, december of 2024 if i'm not at the point if i haven't re- if i'm not at the point where i want to be then I guess I'll just hang it up, okay, so that's gonna light a fire under my ass because there you go. because I am intent on keeping this thing going, so help me God, I will fucking release this goddamn album <laughs>
2: even
0: if it, even if I have to do it my damn self, but I got plans, I have to follow through with them now, and that's that's kind of what we're uh, doing so by. So by this time next year, hopefully I will still have uh, at least two bands I am in. <laughs> but Apathetics looking great. Good. We yeah, we're got we're getting three new songs in the bag right now and they
1: sound fucking awesome. That's great.
0: Yeah, one of them is heavier than most, one's just it's a straightforward punk song. I wrote it originally for Suburban Hellkill. Then Suburban Hellkill fucking dissolved and now we're Apathetics. I'm like I'm bringing it back, bitches. <laughs> It's going to be kick-ass. Can't wait to uh, unveil some of these new tracks at our show in February. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's all I've got. New year, new episode, new music. Same us. <laughs> Play the fucking outro.